This is Donnell Davis. Welcome to the Soften Podcast for Divine Feminine Leaders. To soften is to receive fully all of who you are, to own your dark side so it doesn't own you. Your dark is your divinity awakening to radically know yourself. Together, we will restore majesty on this earth. Your queendom awaits. Happy New Year. I am excited to connect with you today and just share a few things that are on my heart and my soul. And one of the things that's been coming up that I think is going to be really important to be with this year is how we feel. And the reason I say that is obviously it's always important, right? It's not that it's a one-time thing, but things are going to be shifting and changing in our environment, in our world. And the best gift you can give yourself is the ability to create a safe container within yourself. One that really harbors some ability for you to feel grounded within yourself, physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, and energetically. And it requires, you know, some diligence and devotion because it's not something that for a lot of people comes easily. I recently, in about October, I did an experience, a sacred medicine experience. And I remember I sat in that experience for six hours in a meditative state and had this amazing shaman holding space for me. I had actually taken a client to do this sacred ceremony with this plant ceremony. And, um, the message I got over and over for six hours was to feel. And I kept thinking to myself, you know, because I was going through a very transformative time in my life. I still am. And it was interesting because I was, you know, in this deep, you know, almost like a trance-like state. And every time, every single time I would be like thinking about somebody else besides me, like, but how's this going to affect this person? How's this going to be for this? And I would, you know, my mind would go to other situations in my life. And I felt like the medicine you know, source was always guiding me back to, but how do you feel? And I remember in that space feeling the fear of separation and feeling scared to just focus on my own self. I'm like, you know, it's if I focus on other people, then I can stay distracted and busy. And, you know, even part of my you know, my profession is to serve other people and to help them work through the things that are going on in their personal and private lives. And, but what I realized for myself in my own, you know, private life is that I had developed this kind of rhythm of putting my focus outside of myself so that I didn't always have to focus on what's going on within me. And it is something that, you know, I had, you know, started at a very early age in my life. Um, You know, my childhood, as a matter of fact, I, you know, my parents went through a divorce and when, you know, it was probably when I was like four or five. And during that time frame, I remember feeling my mom's energy. I remember my dad's, you know, sadness and, you know, the disruption and the chaos and all this. And I, I think like many of you, if you went through something in your early childhood years, I created this sense of maybe some armor, you know, and I, cause I could feel everything, you know, we're sent, we're these like little sensing beings at that age, you know, our brain primarily is in a theta brainwave 
And I was, you know, being subconsciously programmed by my environment. And one of the things I took on was like, it's not safe for me to feel. And there's a variety of reasons why that came on. It wasn't just, you know, because it was a chaotic environment of my parents going through divorce. It was also, you know, my mom, I I was kind of had a loyalty to her and wanted to feel, you know, felt safer feeling what she was feeling and wanting to make sure she was happy because she was my, she was what made me feel safe. So, you know, all these years, all these years, I realized that I had this kind of autopilot program of, you know, feeling my stuff, but dismissing it, making sure that, you know, almost, you know, some people call it, you know, say spiritual bypassing. I wasn't necessarily spiritual bypassing because I'm not somebody that would like start crying and be like, oh, I got to turn it into something positive. But I didn't want to sit there long. I didn't want to be in the depths of my emotional body because I was afraid that if I stayed there too long, that I might lose a part of myself, that I might, I don't know, like I just, like I couldn't handle it. And so it's been really interesting going back to that ceremony because when ever I would think about somebody outside of myself, the question that would always come back to me was, but Dawn, how do you feel? Like, how, how do you feel in this situation? And it got, it probably got asked to me, like, I swear to God, it felt like at least 20 times to the point where, you know, I started having to answer the question in my ceremony and was not out loud to anybody. It was just like an internal process, but it was like, I feel scared. I feel like my reality is changing. I feel like I'm losing, you know, my comfort zone and all these things is kind of what I was feeling inside of, you know, what I was processing. And it was really interesting because I realized that I had such a deep, like almost like codependency when I was a young child with my mother. And then as it translated, when I got older, like I almost used that same type of energy and, and, you know, had that with my partner, you know, and to realize that that, you know, obviously is not healthy and, you know, putting my focus outside of me was going to be a constant way for me to not, you know, to have to deal with my own stuff. And when I went to the root of it, to like the, the, the wound, it was so interesting because I was taken back to the womb and I was in the womb and I was like, oh, is it my, my mother's womb that I miss? And then I was taken back even before that, you know, before I was in the womb and it was like the separation from source. And I realized all this time in my life, like one of the things like on a very energetic spiritual level is that I don't want to feel disconnected from that true source that lives within me, that lives within you. And so I think on our path of, you know, finding ourselves and reclaiming who we really are and learning how to feel safe within ourselves is this ability to realize that our safety is not dependent on the people around us. Of course, right? Like intellectually, it just, it's like, duh. But how many times have you looked to your partner, your spouse, your best friend, or your kids even to create some level of safety, you know, to feel like, okay, this is these are my people. And I'm not saying that we can't, you know, have an affinity towards these people and, 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 you know, derive joy and 
beautiful experiences, but none of them are our possessions. None of them are going to stay the same forever. You know, relationships change. Things are transient. Things move. Things shift. And that's going to be a big theme this year that we're going to be really focusing on. It's a five-year. And in a five-year, it's all about change and taking risk and growing and evolving. And how do you grow and evolve when your whole life is based on wanting to control and stay safe? Those, those two energies are very, very different. And if you're in a space where you're like, oh, I just, I just, I, I, I need to control this, or I need to control this person because if I can control this, that will make me feel safe. Then you may want to look at, you know, that energy of codependency because there may be a part of you from even your childhood that created this blueprint. That's also, that's a false blueprint, by the way. That's saying to you, like, I need this in order to feel safe in my world. And it's an illusion. It's such an illusion. And that's what I realized when I went deep in my journey was the illusion of thinking that I, you know, need these certain situations in my life to be a specific way so that I can feel okay with my life and myself. And I was deriving my self-worth and all these things. And you know, it kind of exploded in my face a little bit, or I could say it imploded energetically when I was in my ceremony, because I realized I'm like, oh my gosh, I've, this is such faulty foundation. This is a faulty foundation to build life upon. So, you know, wherever you're at, you know, right now in your life, how comfortable are you with change? And how much of a safety container have you built within yourself? Like how connected to source are you? So that when things, you know, start to kind of feel shaky in your life, are you able to go within yourself and really be calm and ground yourself? And whether it's praying or meditation or exercise or just contemplation, where you get to go and you get to be like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to feel what I'm feeling. I'm going to breathe through this and I'm going to allow myself to be in this moment feeling it all. Because that was the thing I realized I've been in a process of letting go and grieving a lot of things in my life. And, you know, I think there's this misconception that if we're in the grieving process, like that's all we're going to feel. And I don't think that's true. I think we are these multidimensional beings. And so in one area of our life, we may be grieving something, but then in another area, you may be feeling, you know, joy for some new beginning or some new project that you're working on or some passion. So it's really understanding that you have it within you to hold space for all of you. And it's when we start to repress or not feel that we shortchange our life, that we actually stunt our growth that we stay very limited. We stay very fixed. We're not, you know, when you're mutable and you're able to change and you're shifting, that is, even if your life is messy and imperfect, that's okay because that means that you're you're willing to grow and, and, and do the things that are going to get you to where you want to be. It's when you're holding on so tight that you create such a glass ceiling and such a limitation. And that's going to show up if you have that mindset. If there's anywhere that you're really holding on in your life, whether it's with your you know, kids or your business or whatever it may be, your health, it's going, we're, you know, you're not going to just show up like 
in that way, in, in that specific area, I bet you that there's other parts of your life that you're doing that too. And, you know, I don't think that if somebody's uber controlling, you know, I see it with my clients, especially very successful ones. A lot of times they like want their environment to be so controlled. And I, my, I feel like half of my, you know, work with them is just getting them to see like, actually that's not, that's not real. That's an illusion. Like you can have control over how you respond to life and your perspective of it. So, you know, creating an ability within ourselves to be able to feel everything because the thing is, is if you repress, let's say grieving, like, you know, if you're going through a grieving process or you're going through a letting go of anything, and we all go through it at different times in our lives at at different, you know, levels, if you don't let yourself grieve, then the opposite emotion on the other side of that to me, like if you're in the depths of like sadness and sorrow of grieving, then on the other side of that is, you know, bliss and joy, let's just say. Well, if you don't let yourself feel the grieving, then you're not going to be able to feel the other spectrum of it, the other side of the spectrum. You're going to be kind of keeping yourself in this like kind of middle ground where you may even find that you kind of get a little numb. That is no way to live, right? And we are being asked to become the most potent, authentic versions of ourselves right now. Like 2021, like let's just say 2020 was the year that we like did the work and like created the foundations and maybe did a lot of the shifting. And this year feels like we're going to be integrating and you're going to see a big difference in reality. You're going to see the people that have a level of inner authority and resiliency and no matter what's going on around them, they're like, okay, I can do this. I can get through this. I can still find joy, even if things are not perfectly working out for me. And then you're going to see other people. And this, there's no judgment with what I'm saying. I'm just, you know, this is what I've been channeling. You're going to see other people that are going to be, you know, losing their cookies. You know, they're going to be like, what's happening right now? And they're going to feel scared and they're not going to feel supported because some of the things that they relied on to bring them their ability to feel safe may shift and change in such a big way that they're going to be living in fear. And that frequency, right? That energy of being in fear, if you're sending that out, you know, quantum physics wise, if you're sending that out and you're constantly living in that, you're going to create a perpetual state of consciousness that is going to like almost, it's like walking around with like, um, you know, kind of like blinders on. You're not going to be able to see everything that's available to you. I feel like we live in these like almost like frequency bandwidths and the frequency of fear is very, it's so limiting, right? And so it's, it's this feeling of like, when I see it energetically, it's like there's like a patch of light and everything else feels dark. I hope you're enjoying this episode of the Soften Podcast. I want to take a quick break to talk about an amazing invitation to work with me like my high-end clients do for a fraction of the investment. It's a monthly membership called Soul Lab. It's a space to focus and expand your relationship with source, your soul, frequency, and intuition. Because seeing life through this lens will create everyday mastery as you co-create a brilliant future. This is an incredible opportunity to work with me at a pre-launch rate for only $44 a month. Yes, $44. What will you receive? 
I host a Telegram chat with an amazing like-minded women, a group coaching call where you get time to be coached by me, a frequency activation, which is a channeled meditation that quantum leaps you to your next level of embodiment, a new moon webinar where you'll receive cosmic awareness and intention setting, and lastly, a frequency activation breathwork ceremony where heaven meets earth in your body. I don't need to convince you to join because your soul will feel 100% resonant if this is a yes, but act fast and click the link in the podcast to sign up now. I'd love for you to join me, so decide to say yes to your soul. Now back to the podcast. But what I want you to think about and something that I was, you know, I, yesterday I sat and um, did this oxygen hyperbaric treatment and um, my chiropractor uses, he has these like specific lights that you use and I swear to God, they always like ignite and activate my pineal and pituitary gland and I can have like the most amazing meditations. And one of the things that I was shown was, you know, there's like this kind of a couple things, but one was, I, I was shown like the, the earth, it's almost like as if I was pulled away and I'm like floating and I know it sounds crazy, but I was looking at the earth and it's almost like I had double vision. And there was a, a an earth that was based on like the fear energy and lack and, and not that people like, it wasn't about money by the way, or something like that it was just more of like the energy that people are living in. And then there was this like beautiful, you know, kind of almost like more blue and green. Like it just almost was more colorful to me, earth that was based on you know, a new level of creation based on frequency. And so it was kind of like this metaphor of, you know, where you choose to to live in energetically is going to create your reality. And we know this, but it's going to become more distinct than it ever has been. It's going to become more, um, you're going to notice that some of your friendships may fall away. You're going to notice that you don't resonate with people um, on a greater level than ever before, which which for some of us can be very scary because that's what I'm saying. If you have depended on these friendships to bring you your self-esteem and worth, you may be going, oh my gosh, I'm not connecting with the same people. And part of this this vision that I was seeing was, you know, there's this, it was interesting. I was taken into this dark cave and I was told that part of what I'm doing is bringing people, you know, first of all, helping them navigate the darkness. And in that darkness, you know, the darkness is, is, is an analogy, right? For the places we can't see and the places that we feel uncertain. And it's also the womb of creation. And it was kind of like, I was, you know, shown that I need to learn how to create fire, create light, you know, find the light, find the light for uh, myself and for other people in the darkness, not, you know, because it's, it's, you know, when everything's bright and feels easy and we're just kind of going through life, like, okay, yeah, it's, 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 you know, we can, um, kind of go on autopilot, but it's when we are metaphorically in the darkness and we can't see our next steps. You know, it's almost like if you were in a cold cave, dark cave, and you don't know like what is around me and what's happening, you know, what's going to be there. Is there going to be, you know, an animal there waiting for me? Like, is it, it like the, and feeling like the cool damp walls and, you know, what's going on. And it's almost like, you know, kind of 
you know, using your hands to touch and to see, to use your sensorium. And part of the messaging was like, we have to use our intuition now more than ever to see beyond the veil and to realize the darkness is an illusion. You know, it's real. Like there is true darkness on this planet, right? And what I mean by that is like, there are evil energies. There's beautiful energies. There's all of it. All of it coexists. This is a plan of duality. But what I mean by the darkness, not really, you know, having it be an illusion is like, we can always find light, but we have to choose it. We have to, we have to be willing to see beyond the veil. We have to start to exercise our ability to have faith in the things that we just can't see yet to have faith in the things that we're building and we're creating. And you can translate this into maybe, maybe you have a vision for your business. And right now your life is completely not there yet. You know, maybe the vision seems so big and so, you know, wild. It's like, well, but here I am today. Maybe it's your financial situation. Maybe it's your health. But everything starts with a seed of intent, Everything is built upon your ability to, to, to water those seeds of, you know, intentionality. And what do you water those seeds with? You, you know, you're going to water them and you're going to cultivate them through your thoughts, beliefs, and feelings. And with that energy, like really being, you know, in the space of like the fertile soil of your heart connecting in and allowing yourself within that sense of like, I can't see where I'm going. I don't know to feel within you. It goes back to like my medicine journey. What are you connected to? You're connected to source and you can call that interchangeably the divine God, um, something bigger than you and learning that Finding your safety is remembering you are not separate than that source. That source is in your heart. It's in your DNA. It's in your you know, divine blueprint of why you're here on this planet. And if you are going to be, you know, I, I, part of my, my work that I do is I cultivate soul-led leadership in people. If you're going to lead, you're going to have to trust in your soul, that cosmic ancient self. That's your soul that's lived a multitude of, of lifetimes, that's seen different things, that has, you know, all sorts of consciousness that it's experienced. And you're going to have to remember who you are so that you can find the light within the darkness so that you can trust your path. So even when you can't see exactly, you know, like, wait a second, I, I know how to make a fire. It's like if you're a boy or a Girl Scout, like, wait, I learned how to do this. I, rem- you know, I know how to be out in nature and create and make a fire, right? And you make that fire, that fire is within you, that light lives within you. And so I just you know, want you to remember that wherever you're at, whatever you're going to be going through, whatever you're experiencing right now, you're not alone. Everybody's going through like quite a deep, you know, kind of rebirth or regenerative process right now, because we're all realizing that things aren't what we thought they were. We've all had to grow up in some ways. Some of our, some of us have lost some of our innocence and naivete, 
But do you need to replace it with cynicism or fear? No. Can you be in this time where we're in the womb of creation, where we're birthing a new reality, and there's going to be discomfort? There's going to be times where there's the biggest contractions, you know, that you're going to feel and you're going to go, whoa, God, like, I don't feel stable in this. I don't feel, I don't know what's going on. And then I just want you to remember that you're in that cave and you can start your own fire and you can bring light, but you have to be able to feel. You have to remember that you're connected. You have to know that on every, in every ounce of your being down to like the cells and the DNA of your essence, that you are a spark of the divine. And that you have everything within you to create the reality that you desire. So, you know, one of the things I would say, very practically speaking, is make sure that, you know, first and foremost, you create that sacred container within yourself where you allow yourself to feel and experience. Second thing, get reconnected with source or strengthen your connection. And then I would say, you know, once you've kind of like build that up, then what are you going to do on a daily basis, you know, to live in a space of, you know, you know, really um, growing and expanding that. And what I would say is live in radical transparency. There's no time better than now to like start being really honest with ourselves about who we are and what we're here for on this planet. And some of you may be like, I don't know what I'm here for. I don't know what my purpose is. And, you know, your purpose doesn't have to be the thing you do for a living. It may be the thing that you feel in your heart that you're, you know, it's why you want to serve. It's, it's a feeling that you get when you're doing something that brings you like wild joy and excitement. And you know that feeling in your body. I hope you know that feeling. I hope you know that feeling in your heart because it's so important to understand that. And it could just be like doing something nice for a friend, listening to somebody, giving. I don't know. Everybody has their different thing, right? But start to, to connect to how you could be more of service to humanity or to your tribe, your community, your family. Because if you're just living for you, your world will be small. Your world is meant to be big. God does not think small. God does not play small. So you have to be willing to live outside of yourself and serve. And you can do that if you feel grounded and safe within your being. You'll have enough to give to others. And if you really, really feel stuck, you know, and you're, you're, and you're practicing this, this radical level of transparency with yourself, ask yourself. I love to ask questions of the divine divine, show me what part of my life is stuck so I can move forward even more so than I'm already doing now. Always ask empowering questions. Be in conversation with your divine, with your source energy. Know without fail that you will receive your answers through life, through synchronicities. It will come. It'll show you. You'll know. And in that, take action. You know, once you see, and this is the key, you may get an awareness, but if you don't want to feel it because it's uncomfortable and it's scary, 
a lot of times we shut it down. I, I've been, I've done this so many times where I'm like, Ooh, whoa, that's not something I wanted to see. Yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to face that part of my life. Cause that, that would require lots of change. But my bigger question to you is, do you want to create a life that is so freaking epic and so amazing that you get to be your highest version of you, the embodiment of your cosmic ancient self, right? Your soul living, you know, in your, in your highest essence. If you want that, you have to be willing to make the changes. It goes back to the beginning of our conversation today. You know, you have to be willing to make those changes and you have to be willing to look at those things and kind of like pull the veil back of your life and go, hmm, am I lying to myself about this specific area? Do I not want to see the shadows? And trust me, if you ask that question of like divine real, reveal these things to me, show me the box even more so that I'm already receiving, seeing now or been receiving you will only be shown like what you're ready to deal with at this time. Like, don't worry that like all of a sudden, like your, your world's going to like implode. It doesn't work like that. You know, I mean, sometimes we are kind of like go through a, a shock or something, but for the most part, as challenging as the information that comes through is, you will be able to navigate it. If it's being shown to you, it's meant for you to see so that you know um, what's been blocking you from having that thing. And I've seen it so many times with my clients. I, I create these very transformative containers where when somebody comes to see me, they have these specific things they want to work on. And the thing that they think like, oh, why am I not having the success in my business? Or why am I, is my partnership not where I want it to be? A lot of the times, it's not what you think it is. It's because you're hiding and, 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 and um, lying to yourself in another part of your life. And once you address that, then everything else becomes available to you because you're not like, it's almost like you're trying to see down this like road, let's say, that's ahead of you. But there's this big obstacle in the middle of the road. And you can't get to the other side until you address that thing. But you didn't know that that obstacle was going to come up. You know, you didn't know it was there. But it's that thing that once you stop and pause and look at, and you just start to sit with and you start to feel. And that's the darkness, my friends. Like that, that's the shadow, right? When you start to look at that, it will unearth the resources, the information so that you can start to shift and deal with your reality and start to move forward. But it all is based on having a level of safety within yourself. So I hope that helps. I just wanted to share because these are some things that have been coming through. And yesterday when I had that amazing you know, time to kind of just go meditate and channel and go deep. And like the beautiful thing that I was shown you know, about the cave about being in the darkness is we will find the light. We are the light. We are love. And we will get through anything that is, you know, any obstacle that's, you know, in our path. When you stop and are able to be with it and be with yourself and trust that source is guiding you every step of the way, you will move forward and you will rise.
Thank you for joining me today. And if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends, share the love and stay luminous and brave. Until next time, this is Donnell with Soften Podcasts.